0: You're listening to the State of Our Football Nation on FNR. The Conditions in Melbourne, where we broadcast from, um, we're not in the green room, we're in the very much, what would you call it, it's almost like you're in a sauna. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, things marginally improving by the hour. Uh, Josh Parrish uh, looking after the controls. George Daniki in here. It's State of Our Football Nation. We've had the opportunity to talk to uh, Georgia Yeoman Dale, who is the, uh, one of the, the commentary team at Network 10 or Paramount Plus, who's doing a tremendous job with uh, a brand-new broadcaster taking the reins uh, for the game in Australia. Then we caught up with a couple of guys uh, in Goa, In India, we're talking about uh, Eric uh, Partaloo and, of course, Andy Pascalides. And now we've decided, you know, switch things around. We're going to talk about La Liga, but more importantly about a special event that's happening in Melbourne that uh, brings in La Liga. And where do you normally go to talk La Liga? You go to Glenn Rolls. Glenn, welcome.
1: Hi, guys. How are you both?
0: Uh, we're okay, uh, but I, I hear that you're contemplating coming down under to Melbourne. And if that's the case, bring a huge umbrella or a or a brand new set of galoshes. I've got
1: no idea what galoshes are, but yeah, I'll be I'll be bringing those down, no doubt. I have to look that up, George. But um, but yeah, it's been crazy weather, hasn't it? And, and yeah, heading down to Melbourne this weekend, and, and really much looking forward to it. Love getting down there every time I, I get the chance to. So.
0: The weather gets really unsettled every time Josh goes to Canberra. It's as if he sets off some set of um, <laughs> or different, you know, uh, warning bells because the minute he comes back, we get an array of torrential storms. And I keep saying to him, mate, less is more, please. Well, I'm looking at the forecast yeah. for
2: Sunday morning, oh, Glenn, and uh, a 0% chance of rain. Oh, we'll see about that. But uh, <laughs> tell us what's happening. What's happening?
1: So, yeah, making the most of, I, I guess, the, the league, La Liga and, and, and how the standings are at the moment. Real Sociedad are right up at the top. They're having a, a you know, stellar year. Um, on the back of that, having the Australian Socceries captain, right, um, involved in that team, Matty Ryan, um, they're playing Real Madrid this weekend. So we thought it would be a, an amazing opportunity for us to put on a small event, um, you know, uh, it's limited limited capacity. I think we're going to get try, try and get 50 to 60 people down there. Obviously, with COVID restrictions, we can't really go more. Um, but, yeah, just really sort of give back to our fans and, and try to, uh, you know, I, I know it's been a tough time down there in Melbourne, especially um, with all the lockdowns and whatnot. So, so yeah, reconnecting with our fans um, and, of course, promoting Real Sociedad as well. Um, and all these things that I mentioned before, and of course, you know Real Madrid are playing. So anytime Real Madrid play, it's going to attract a lot of fans and a lot of uh, a lot of interest from from football people everywhere.
0: A huge transition period for La Liga, isn't it? Some of the the two great giants, yeah. Barca and Real, going through in in their own way and in their own fashion uh, an overhaul. Uh, what have you made of it? Yeah, I guess
1: um, an overhaul you know, it's a, it's a cycle of sport really, sure, you know, yeah, right, sure. of course people can't, can't go on until they're playing. They can't play until they're 40, 50 years old. Right. So, some and if they can get away with it, then of course all we'll power to them. But I think, you know, an overhaul, you mentioned an overhaul, a couple of that was with, with COVID with the current situation. And I think it's been really testing, not only for clubs in Spain, but, but all across Europe and all across the world. So, um, that being said, you know, clubs have had to to look at other measures they could do to to bring in, bring in players and, and whatnot and do their business. And I think, um, you know, Real Madrid and Barcelona are still doing very, very well. You just have to look at this, the Barcelona squad. They're bringing up some of the best talented footballers in the world right now. Of course, Real Madrid are starting to hit a bit of form as well. Um, so, so yeah, while, while you say overhaul, I say exciting times ahead, not only for those two clubs, but the likes of Real Sociedad now, Atletico Madrid, of course, winning La Liga last year, um, Sevilla, Seville, uh, Villarreal, you know, that the current UEFA um, Europa, Europa League. Is that what it's called? No, it's not. I can't what it's called, yeah. So they beat Manchester United last year. So you've got a a number of clubs now in La Liga that are very, very competitive, and I think this weekend should showcase that really with Real Sociedad um, against Real Madrid, 100%. Well,
2: Madrid's squad uh, looking very strong still, of course. That midfield triumvirate of Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric continues to do the business. Benzema has really stepped up. Uh, since Ronaldo's departure to Juventus a few years ago. Uh, but the new star on the scene for me uh, is the kid who's now calling himself Vinny Jr. It's oh, not yeah, Vinicius, Vinicius anymore, but yeah. he scored a goal against Sevilla uh, last round that absolutely blew my socks off. Just chesting the ball down on the wing, beating two players and burying it in the top corner. Just how special is this kid?
1: Yeah, right. Like he's he's hitting a rich vein of form. And I think, you know, with the, with the flash name change as well, um, which kind of appeals to a broader audience, no doubt. But, yeah, I think he's one of a lot of special players, not only in Real Madrid, but across the, the whole of the league. And I think it's really exciting not knowing what's, what to expect and, and what to, what's going to be coming from these youngsters. Um, I certainly love watching, you know, Pedri um, in, in the midfield for Barca, you know, alongside other youngsters as well. So, yeah, but Vin- Vinicius Junior, what a player, right? And, and that goal especially. Was, was, was very, very special.
0: I see you mentioned Pedri. He got uh, acknowledged in the recent Ballon d'Or. Uh, there, there is a fantastic crop of extraordinary talent that's just on the horizon. They're just showing us um, some of the things that about 15 years ago, uh, the, the football world at the time was, was starting to hear a name called Messi and there was a young guy called Ronaldo who was making waves at Manchester United, now that whole era, uh, they're still playing, but and they're still playing at a great level, but they're playing differently. And suddenly, as you touched on, there are a couple of names that may create a whole new era, uh, and La Liga, I think, needs it. When I said overhaul, I didn't mean that in a disparaging way. I meant it yeah. in a natural na- It's natural. It's perfectly natural. It, we live in this world of recycling, um, you know, and if we want to make this world better, we need to be better <laughs> recyclers, you know, um, yeah. and not waste so much. So for me, it is a natural period. Um, the, 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 the great giants of the past have had to move on or, or about to move on. I notice that it's a great name. One of the great uh, players of Barca has gone back and he's been anointed as their new manager, that's a huge responsibility. But he doesn't look like he's shirking any any of that responsibility in any way, shape, or form. He's saying, bring it on.
1: Yeah, I, exactly right. I think it's really exciting that we've got Chubby Beck in, in La Liga currently. Um, he kind of did, I guess you could say, his apprenticeship overseas, and and obviously you guys can comment on on the level of that and how we went over there. But I think it's, yeah, fantastic for us as a league and as a competition having him back. Such a great personality and he was, you know, such a mm. a great player, obviously formed a, a formidable midfield there with Iniesta, right? And of course, Iniesta, is, his partner and crime is still... Is still kicking the football around in, in Japan, but but yeah, obviously Chubby's gone down the coaching route. And you said, you know, we're on sort of the cusp of of uh, you know all these talented youngsters coming through. I think La Liga for for well, as long as I can remember is, has always been a league to have youngsters coming through because such an emphasis is put on um, talent development and also coaching, coaching formation and development as well. So the best coaches are out of Spain, and and obviously the the most talented youngsters. Always coming out of Spain or or there or thereabouts, right? So I think, um, yeah, people shouldn't worry. There's there's a lot of talented youngsters, both domestically and, of course, you know, all these big clubs as well, are still getting the the most talented players in as well. Um, So again, you know, we're really looking forward to not only this weekend, but the rest of the season. You've got, I I think, I certainly think, you know, Real Madrid are probably four points, five points ahead at the moment. Um, Atletico Madrid, as well as Seville, have got a game in hand. Um, so they can still catch up but it's really about you know the season's so long um, Real Madrid are hitting form now but they kind of they were you know started they started a bit slowly Real Sociedad came out of the blocks really really quickly so if they can get some of that form back you know no doubt they'll they'll come close but it's also about how, how can these teams um, I guess manage all the competitions that they're playing not only with the league but, but of course with the cup um, the Copa del Rey as well as these European Championships as well so yeah, it's going to be a really, really fascinating title race, definitely.
2: Well, it's more competitive than maybe it's ever been, and uh, Real Sociedad, La Real are, are part of that. Mm. Uh, talk to us about this team from, from San Sebastian, which is a bit of a beachside paradise, but they've got a very <laughs> yeah. strong regional identity there.
1: Well, I was going to say that, and I actually listened to, to Eric talk talk a bit before about you know Indian football and, and the diversity that's that's in India, I think. People kind of overlook the you know, the diversity that's in Spain and that exists there. People talk about Tiki Taka in and Barcelona and, and whatnot, but if you ask John Aloisi what the football was like up in the north of Spain when he was playing, and especially back then when the pitches weren't very good, Correct. he would say that it's some of the hardest hard-nosed football, you, you know, you can come across. So um, Spain is very regional. It's very cultural. Um, obviously, there's different languages that are, speak, that are spoken in, in different regions of Spain, um, so I think that brings with it uh, certain styles of football as well in these different regions. And as you mentioned, like Real Sociedad are from the north of Spain, from the from the Basque Country, mm. uh, a region which is quite renowned for its tough, tough both physically and and mentally people. You know, they're very very tough people, and they just love their football and they love getting behind their team. And of course, San Sebastian, I'm gonna sort of touch on why people should should I'm gonna plug Real Sociedad. I know I have to be neutral and support all the <laughs> teams, but but Real Sociedad is actually located in my most I guess my my favorite place in the whole world, it's San Sebastian, Donosti, in Spain. It's uh it, it is a paradise. The weather's not always very good in Basque, in the Basque region, but in summer it's pretty good. And the beaches are beautiful, surf's amazing, the food is outstanding. And I think the people are just really, really you know, lovely people as well as passionate. So it's a great um, club to get behind, no doubt. And of course, having Maddie Ryan there, I mean, people have to get behind their own, right? So, you know, the Aussies have got to get behind Maddie Ryan. He's the captain of of the Socceroos. And, you know, obviously there's two, two very good goalkeepers at the moment, sort of adjusting for that role. Um, Just, uh, you know, Alex Romero at the moment, he's, I think the number one goalkeeper in terms of clean sheets. So he's, he's in probably career best form also. So I think there's so many reasons for people to support Real Sociedad and, and we're hoping to get people down to this event on Sunday morning down at Argyle Reserve. It's a free event. We're going to be putting on breakfast for everyone. Do and, they
0: have
1: to um, register?
0: Do they have, they to, have to register, register on COVID?
1: Yeah, of course. They have to register. It's COVID safe. It's a COVID safe venue. Go onto Eventbrite and look up La Liga's um, race to the title and they can register on that and... In doing so, they enter uh, two halftime draws for either Real Madrid shirt or a Real Sociedad shirt. And the first 14 fans for Real Sociedad that go, we're going to give them either a a Real Sociedad jumper or official match jersey, scarf or hat. So, yeah, all for free. So, please, please, people of Melbourne, football fans, I've looked at the other games at the same time. Not a lot going on as well. <laughs> so come on, all you EPL snobs, get out there and support some Spanish Spanish football, La Liga, Medi Ryan. Glenn, Roll- Glenn you
0: know. Rolls is our guest on F- FNR's State of Our Football Nation, and we're talking about a, a special event happening in Melbourne on Sunday, and make sure you register. Um, it sounds seriously exciting, and uh, as uh, you may have worked it out, uh, Sociedad is the uh, the, the flavour of the month for, for Glenn, and the reason for that is because there's an Australian uh, number one, the custodian, Matty Ryan, the current soccer keeper. Um, you know, the other thing about La Liga that we, we keep, we keep, we discount, we don't give enough credit to, they ne- have never feared putting a 15 or a 16-year-old on the pitch. They've always believed if they're good enough, especially coming through our systems and our academies, then we give them the opportunity to shine. And I reckon that's why we've seen so many truly outstanding talents just blossom. You know, and, sure. and Vinicius is one of those who, you know, they give him, and an, uh, is it Javi, the, the young 15-, 16-year-old, yep. uh, an extraordinary talent, and they, get, they don't give him just a half job. They've got some serious jobs to do. They put him in, in places on the pitch where, uh, you know, if they let you down, you lose, so Spain has that maturity about it uh, where they, if they believe in a talent, they back it. Definitely. I think it goes back to
1: the clubs, in my opinion, and the, the solid foundations that they have, right? Um, it's not like they're going to field uh, you know 11 players that are under the age of, of 2019, Obviously, these youngsters are going in and they've got, you know, they look over to their right, they've got Benzema. They look over to their left, they've got Modric. And the same in Barca and the same in basically anywhere you go in in La Liga, whether it be Villarreal, Valencia, Mallorca, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I I think the mixture is really, really exciting this year, as I said before. You've got, you know, these older statesmen that have been there um, and done that, but that are still, you know, and and some of them are in career best form. Um, You know, take the example of Benzema. And then you've got, um, you know, these youngsters coming through to, to match that as well, you know, who are showcasing their talent. So I think it's really, really uh, exciting for us. And, again, it's just who knows who's going to win this year. Obviously, probably Real Madrid are the bookies' favourites. But, Let's I mean, I, not, I, I, yeah, toss a coin for me. It's going to be really, really, it's going to come down to the why, George. I really believe that.
2: So I'm just looking at this uh, Real Sociedad lineup, and who are the players to be excited about. I mean, uh, I think Oya Thabal has proved that you don't need to play for one of the big two or big three to be picked for your national team. And great. certainly Luis Enrique has cast a net a bit wider and he's, he's a great player to watch, very intelligent. Uh, but there's currently a bit of a battle for places up front in that team because not only have they got Alexander Isak at their disposal who who wowed a few fans when he's, with his work at the Euros for Sweden, but... Uh, uh, the uh, partner in crime for uh, Norway, alongside Erling Haaland, is Alexander Sorloth, and he's on loan from RB Leipzig. And uh, who, yeah. who do you think is going to start on the weekend up front? Is my question.
1: Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, Isak's been starting, hasn't he? And they sort of use Sorloth just to come on and bully a few, bully a few individuals. He's what a is big he? Unit. He is a big oh, unit. Yeah, yeah. One meter. He looks like a, a ruckman for. for <laughs> for Collingwood or, or Carlton or one of these (laughs) things. Go easy. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, not going to answer the, I don't, don't know too much about the AFL, but, but he's a big, big body. Um, I expect that they'll probably play Alexander Isaac, um, to begin with and then, and then bring on Saul to,
0: as I said, soften,
1: soften a few, few of the opposition. Um, yeah, because he, I I watched him the other day, he comes on and he just occupies the ball so well. Like he just gets his body in front of, Mm -hmm. you know, defenders really, really well. So, Probably expect that, as you said, they've got Oyarzabal, oh yeah, um, David Silva running, you know, pulling the strings in the midfield with yes. with Mikel Marina, who who their coach Imanol um, Iwas- Iwasil said that is one of the best midfielders going around at the moment. That's his opinion. Um, as well as, of course, we've got the race for uh, you know for the um, for the goalkeeper role. So they have uh, quite a bit of depth at the moment this year Real Sociedad, and I wouldn't be surprised. You know, if they well, if this match goes, I don't know. If it's like two-one, either way or a draw. I mean, it's it's not going to be it's not going to be a blowout. Definitely not. It's going to be a really close one. And even this morning's match, Real Madrid played this morning against Athletic Club Bilbao, and I mean, they could have lost by four goals. Real Madrid, Athletic Club Bilbao had had all these opportunities, and obviously they didn't convert one of them. But but there was one 0 and a really tight match, and that was at the Bernabeu. So so this is at the uh, Riali um, Stadium in San Sebastián, Real Sociedad's home ground. So, again, expect a really, really
2: tight one. It's Excellent, the uh, cliché tough place to go, oh, the north yeah. of Spain, where they breed them tough. Uh, very tough. Glenn, we'll leave it there. Uh, if you want to go down to, uh, to Argyle do Reserve. What time you want them
0: there? What, would you, what time where, would you like them there? Kickoff's at seven. I mean, we'll have the the bacon and egg rolls
1: and, and – um, you know, the Tuppers, Australian Tuppers, Bacon and Egg rolls, as well as the coffee flowing from from quarter to seven, ten to seven. So, you know, if they want to come down, you know, get the dads to, to give the mums a rest and, and take the kids out of the house and or, or vice versa, of course. <laughs> um and and get get them, you know, get the kids breakfast and watch some football. Obviously we're giving away a lot of things um with these halftime draws and, and obviously with the Real Associated Up fans that register. So so yeah, seven o'clock is kickoff, but Anywhere from quarter two, come down and, and we'll uh, we'll see
2: you there. It's the, the best time to jump on board uh, the Rail Associate Ad train because you, you'll go home with some merch. Uh, Glenn, thank you so much for joining us and uh, we'll see you on Sunday.
1: Thank you, guys. Stay safe.
0: You're listening to the State of Our Football Nation on FNR.